Welcome to the Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show, the premier online startup pitch contest where top climate tech and impact founders pitch VCs looking to fund world positive companies. If you're a founder looking for funding or a climate or impact investor interested in joining and investing alongside forward VCs, syndicate, and companies that move the world forward, please visit thestartuptank.com for more details and to apply. But now it's time to enter the tank. All right, so welcome guys to Local Ocean Indoor Shrimp Farming Technology. And what you see on the picture is where we operate from in the Baltic states in Lithuania. And the reason why huh, ultimately our technology grows shrimps and it's a big business around the world. It's 25 million tons produced and sold of shrimps every year. Europe imports about 400,000 tons per year of frozen shrimps, mostly from Asia, but less than 100 ton is produced locally in Europe. So we thought that was a really good business opportunity, as well as also a very climate changing opportunities and, and helping saving the world because Shrimp aquaculture is basically taking the place of mangrove on the Asian and South America and about 5,000 square kilometers of mangrove have been bulldozed to transform into what is in the picture. Uh, it's about 700,000 football pitches of mangrove transform into shrimp pond. Worst offender of all is the uh, wild shrimping with trawlers and the shrimping industry has the worst unwanted bycatch ratio and the worst and represent about 30% of all the dead fish that the fishery industry catches every year. It takes 5.7 kilo of dead fish to harvest one kilo of wild shrimp that you love. So we wanted to change that and bring it closer to the consumer. So in Lithuania, we built the farm and we set up our task to build an indoor scalable, sustainable and cost-efficient production solution, hardware and software, answering many of the UNSDG goal and also bringing fresh shrimps, not frozen, fresh shrimps to the European consumer for now. Um, status and team, we have a team of nine people in various type of uh, skill set. We've been uh, at it for about five years, investing two million euros of our own money. And now our hardware and software is at TRL 5.6 status. It means that basically what we do work. So we build a farm, we build a prototype. Over the past five years, we failed miserably in trying to grow shrimp indoor because it's not being done cost efficiently and it's not being done. There's no guideline. We had to invent many of the processes. So we've built a kind of standalone, scalable hardware solution with a specific architecture as well as software that manages all the production cycle. So we can produce on the same uh, uh, footprint about 130 kilo of shrimps per month, uh, 100, yeah, 130 kilos of shrimps per month. And the shrimps grows in a hundred day cycle compared to about six months in the uh, traditional pond aquaculture outdoor. 
Yeah. So what you see here is a kind of prototype, uh, uh, one of our prototype. So it's a two stage, one is empty, the other one is full. And basically what you need to take away from it is just it works. It's low energy consumption, high production, and we can produce it in Lithuania, which goes from minus 30 degrees in the winter to plus 30 degrees in the summer. So anywhere can we build shrimp farm using our tech how we will make money. So we want to build and operate farms ourselves. And currently our shrimps are sold in national uh, retailers in Lithuania, Maxima and Rimi and Bitfood, which is a retailer for the Orica business. But first and foremost, we want to license our technology to other fish farms that want to fire shrimp farms that want to have a cost-efficient way of producing shrimps and then partner with uh, uh, industries and engineering company that specialize in building fish farms. Uh, the vision to become world leaders in indoor shrimp farming technology and uh, we're raising 700,000 uh, uh, euros at the moment and uh, we are supported by many blue investment uh, accelerator and organizations around Europe and we've just been also accepted to another blue fund right now so open to questions very good your time is up perfect timing on that one Christoph let me bring in our other investors it's uh it's super interesting what you guys are doing especially as it's almost dinner time. Um, one of the things, qu nice. quick question, one of the quick questions I had just as I'm pulling everybody in, you said you're growing your shrimp 80 days faster, almost twice as fast. Are there any implications of that on health? I got to imagine if you're eating something that grows that fast, it's just getting fat real fast. The thing is the shrimps, as you, you can feed it as much as you want. They're just going to keep on eating. They're just like, they're eating a lot always all the time so shrimps can grow very fast like up to three grams per week uh when they are like uh, at the post-juvenile stage uh, uh teenager let's say like like just normal human teenagers when the shrimps are teenagers they just eat all the time and they grow fast but there is no implication on the health of the shrimps we test them on a regular basis for signs of pathogens or diseases or things like that. And so far, we control everything. Just all is fine. I mean, in laboratory, we get some people that can grow shrimps at 20 grams in 70 days in lab condition. We grow at industrial scale between 100 and 120 days to 20 grams average. Okay, I need to ask, how do you do it? I mean, what makes your shrimp growing process so different than others? And why is nobody else doing it? Uh, it's nascent. The, the, shrimp, the indoor shrimp farming is where the salmon indoor fish farming is was 20 years ago. So it's just the beginning. We started to transition from outdoor because it's super cheap to grow it outdoor. I mean, you take a bulldozer, a piece of mangroves, you bulldoze everything. Then you get some water from the sea. When the water is dirty, you put it back at sea, you don't care. And then you use people that you pay five, ten dollars a day maximum. Uh, so it's very cheap. This is why the, the shrimp are super cheap right now. But 
it costs the environment a great deal and all the shrimps that you eat or you have ever eaten in Europe have been a frozen product. So we're bringing a kind of different kind of premium approach to the product, like better protein. We feed them with non-genetically modified uh, uh, cereals. It's currently, yes, fish flowers, which is not very good for the environment. I, I, I get that, but we're testing insects uh, flowers at the moment, and we are testing also other source of protein for the shrimps. Uh, but our shrimps taste really nice. Thank you so much for your presentation. Um, I'm curious, you mentioned that you're doing some direct sales and also future you're going to license your tech. Can you talk through what the revenue split is currently and what you expect it to be in the future between those two? Well, right now we're not selling the technology because we're TRLs 5.6, okay? So we have not packaged the technology fully in order to start selling it, which is in the horizon of 18 from now. Uh, so the shrimps that we sell right now, you also need to consider them as byproduct of us developing the technology. So we produce shrimps and instead of basically throwing them away, we'd rather sell them right now. So we are R&D type of center so 100% of our revenue stream is from shrimp selling which not a lot here right now uh, but in the next three four years I would say it's going to be 70% shrimps 30% technology and in the next seven to ten years it's going to be a 50-50 split because we are going to license the tech so building a shrimp farm costs several million euros capex intensive let's say so the first progress of the industry is going to take some time but we saw this year three shrimp farms being funded in europe so they could potentially be our customers and we receive calls on a regular basis from entrepreneurs that want to build a shrimp farm but we have nothing to say. i think um for me the product obviously like you know it's very clear and the the, the problem you know you're solving um, however, from a VC, from a venture capital perspective, I'm still wondering whether this is a, this is a VC case, um, whether essentially it is scaling enough and whether you want a VC even, you know, in your company, like what the value proposition of a venture capitalist would be versus like, you know, lending, um, you know, your assets uh, at a bank and like, you know, raising more debt and just like, you know, growing uh, another shrimp farm um, where you're 100% of the company and where you essentially like, you know, grow your own your own empire um can you elaborate how a vc could help uh, money banks to the people who have lots of money okay so you need collaterals in order to get loans and debt finance it's all easy it's great to have debt because you don't dilute yourself uh is it a vc vc problematic well we you need to be into impact and you need to also want to make a difference with your funds it's not just about like the quick turnaround, like three, five years and then move on. It's it's a longer term type of investment that it's a nascent industry. We want to focus on the technology and the licensing of it. But yeah, it's building its hardware. It's just not software. I've been, been in the software industry 20 years. I know what SaaS means and how scalable uh, uh, software are. This is a different game. We are changing the way shrimps are being produced closer to the consumer and also long term, maybe reversing the train of destruction of mangroves because they will become irrelevant. How do you hmm? go ahead, Daniel? No, I mean, the impact obviously on the sustainability side is clear. 
Um, the only question is how defensible is this technology um, of you know feeding shrimps a, a certain way? And I guess this is where we would have to understand more. Understand a VC. It becomes interesting for a VC if it's a very defensible. We're, we're not feeding them, we're just growing them in a different environment and it's uh, it's a different ways than fish farming indoor, okay, we have different water, we have a different ways and approach to water, different architecture uh, than concrete built tanks, it's it's completely movable and stackable and it's it's a different approach. Right, and all I'm saying is it going to be a consulting business or is it a scalable product? It's more food for thought. It's like, you know, nothing we have to answer today. Pun, inten pun intended. How, how do you see how do you see lab-grown meat potentially becoming a competition? So a lot of people that would shift towards more sustainable meat sources may also shift towards more sustainable seafood. What do yeah. you think about that lab-grown salmon, that lab-grown steak? and how that's going dreams, to affect actually. you exactly that where do you see that if your time frame is seven to ten years it's still 25 million tons of shrimp being produced so there's a lot of i mean i don't know about you i'd rather eat a lot less but eat a lot better uh so it's a question of choice you can eat protein lab grown shrimp but that's not shrimp it just looks like shrimp and the protein protein chemics is is of a shrimp but that's not a shrimp the taste is texture is different the taste i haven't tried it so i don't know how what it tastes like really um i mean it's just getting into more sustainable farm to fork farming is just making it the product better more locally grown just eat better you can eat lab food if you want or you can eat frozen cheap food if you want uh, some people make the other choice of making buying locally grown food and that's what we're offering with our scalable shrimp farming system that was my only question is do you think they're doing it because the quality is better or do you think they're doing it because they want to save the planet and i would argue it's probably b except for in certain instances it's a different way it's a different approach i mean we're going to need these lab lab grown food for protein intake, it's a long way before <laughs> this replaces real grown food. Understood. Talk maybe one question. Talk about long way and impact. So, what is your assumption on how many um, shrimp farms will be deployed within the next? Okay. Year? So I made the calculation with the current state of our technology. Okay, to produce the four hundred thousand tons of shrimps European consume right now, we would need to build 800 farms of 20,000 square meter each, running about 300 of our systems and producing 500 tons per year. Each. So there is a lot of opportunities to build shrimp farms. The market is huge and we are one of the eight shrimp farms in Europe, and we are probably one of the two or three that actually are selling shrimps and shrimps for Europe. But that would be the, for the demand of the current price point for shrimp, which is lower than, it's a, a bit lower because there's a lot of frozen shrimp, correct? I mean, the price point we want to achieve once scaled up, I mean, from the calculation, we should arrive at a 
production cost of 50 kilo. So the shrimp we currently see, like the most expensive tiger shrimps are retailing in Europe about 27, 30 euros. So it could be done cost effectively. Thanks for tuning in to another segment of the Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show presented by Forward VC. I'm your host, Matt Ward, serial founder, climate investor, and partner at Forward VC's Angel Syndicate, investing in companies that move the world forward. To learn more about me, download my free growth and fundraising guides, or to get help scaling your company, please visit mattward.io. If you're interested in pitching on a future segment of The Startup Tank, please visit thestartuptank.com. And if you're a credit investor interested in investing alongside us in top climate and impact companies that move the world forward, please visit forward.vc for more details and to apply.